Is there a need in your house? God has the power and desire to meet our needs. My mom shared with me once something that was passed down to her, and that is, God hasn't made a mouth that he can't feed. Well, it's that time again for another She Prays and Believes podcast episode, where me and my guests talk about prayer, faith, and relationship with God. Relationship with God really can change the world. I am Constance Leah Jones, your host. Welcome, 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 and thank you again for tuning in. This month's episode, I am delighted to have Miss Linda Clay with me. Linda is a woman of prayer and faith. She is also a mother, a nana, a military veteran, a realtor, and author. And I'm so excited for you to hear her testimonies in this episode I've entitled, The Faithfulness of God, Stories of Faith. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I was encouraged and blessed by hearing her stories, and I know you will be too. We will also talk about the widow of Zarephath story in the Bible, another woman of faith. Well, let's get into this episode. Wonderful, and thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, today we're going to talk about talk to Linda about her prayer life and prayer, and then we're going to transition into talking about the widow of Zarephath story. So I'm excited to have you on here, and uh, thank you again for joining me on today. So, Linda, tell me a little bit about your story, how you came to be a follower of Christ? Well, as a little girl, my mother kept us in church. So growing up in the South, that's where you grew up, that was in the church. So Christ has literally been the center of my life for as long as I can remember. Even as a little girl, Christ was part of my life. As I got older and went off to the military at the age of 20, I got so used to calling on God and praying to God to get me through tough times and even just saying thank you, God. So that's how I got to know God. Amen. We have that in common. I grew up also in a church and yes. just having that, that's been a blessing. You know? Yes. Yes. Have someone to know that you can call on God. You know, our parents brought us up in that environment and sometimes your parents can't be there and no one else but you and the Lord. So. Yes, indeed. <laughs> When did you first come to understand the power of prayer? I became, when I left from home and I went into the military in the 80s, and uh, that's when I really started to understand the power of prayer. I attend a Kojit church, Bible Way, okay. and, um, at Fort Hood. And um, it, it, I was very familiar with the church. But that's when I really began to see the power of prayer and how God would answer your prayers. And, of course, you know, being during that time, I was also um, traveling back and forth from country to country, and that's when I was also was married, and, um, and I started having kids. I have two kids. But uh, that's really when I started seeing 
you pray, God will meet your needs. Amen. He will meet your needs. He will answer your prayer. It, it just wasn't monetary, but it was just the comfort of what a prayer can do. Yes. Answer prayer. Can you maybe share? Yes. Answer prayer that God has performed in your life. Oh my! Yes, I have plenty of answer prayers. My God, Hallelujah! I can say truly when um one of my answer prayers was um I want to say it was probably when I was um one of my answer prayers was losing my parents six weeks apart and there was nobody or nothing there and um god comforted me like no other he comforted me like no other i was in the military so my family wasn't close to me i had nobody to call on but god and to get through that pain to get through that transition god truly answered my prayer when i said god give me peace Give me the peace and give me the strength to get through this. And other times I've seen God answer my prayers are when there was no food in my cabinet, how I had a girlfriend, she would say, come to my house and just bring some bags. And she would just fill up my bags and send me back home with food. Wow. Now that's an answer prayer. Mm-hmm. See, that, that was when he did provision for me and my kids. Praise God. Praise God. So those are two of the things that I've seen God answer. Another one that he answered was I wanted to go into real estate, and I was on my job. I was in the military at that time right before I retired in 2002, 2001. Um, I was able to go to uh, real estate school even while on active duty to get my real estate license and I took that test. This is an answer prayer right here. Okay. I had to take that test six times before mm-hmm. I passed, but I was determined that that test wasn't going to beat me. I was going to beat it. Mm-hmm. So that determination and that prayer to God, it got me through. And to this day, I am still a realtor. Praise God. <laughs> I love how you talked about that. You know, you gave us you know, three different examples, you know, mm-hmm. the, God, the provision of God and God giving you the determination yes. to um, continue to pursue a goal. Yes. So, and I just, I love that, you know, because sometimes, you know, we can think of God in one facet, but he is, he will enter into every detail that we will allow him to, <laughs> you know, he's, He's ready and willing to answer and to um, to, to be there to, to support and to cheer us on yes. and our needs. Yes. If you just listen, you can hear God give you directions. Yes. If you can hear, you can hear God literally talking to you in the spirit, telling you what to do, where to go, and what to say. It's just that simple. For some people, it's that simple. But, you know, when you're talking to God, just talk to God. You ain't got to go all deep. Just talk to him like you sitting there talking to your friend. Okay, God, what, what what's our plan? <laughs> what's our 
What's our thing? I can't go to God. I don't know about nobody else, but I can't go to God, Father God, in the name of Jesus. You know this situation. Now, I know you're going to fix it. Yeah, he's going to fix it, but I'm going to go. Okay, God, listen. Now, this and this and this is happening. Now, I have prayed. I have fasted. I have turned down this. I have turned down that. I have come to you, and I have said, God, you said let your faith make you whole. I'm believing you for anything and everything. Now, I need you to do this. You ain't failed me yet. You said bring your burdens to you. I'm bringing this one to you because I can't do it. And without you, it ain't going to get done. But I guess one thing that we tend to do is when we go to God in prayer and we say we pray and we're going to put it in his hand, we seem to pick it back up instead of leaving it there. I, I, I can't do it. My faith is bigger than that. I can't do it. I can't go back and pick it up if I'm de- if I'm depending on him to do it. Okay. I'm just going to let him do it. And I can give you another example. Okay. I was on a job, and I had prompt- and I had prayed, God, it's time for me to leave this job over here because this job right here, me and this job, it ain't it ain't working no more. This job got too much stress on me. This job is causing this on me and that on me. It's time for me to move. God gave me a dream one night. It was a bulldozer, and it came straight down the road that I'm on, that I sit on. And everybody on that road, that road was cleared out except for one person. Do you know within two months, everybody on that road got another job? Wow. He showed me. He said, no, I'm clearing the pathway. He showed me clearing that pathway. And I know that was nobody but God. I saw it, and I asked God, what did this mean? And, he, and it was like, I'm moving everybody on that row out of the way. But except for that one person, that one person is still in that office. Wow. But the girl behind me left first. I left after her. The person in front of me left, and then the next person left. He cleared out that whole row. And I said, God, I know you're doing something, and you're doing it now. You doing it now, and I'm going to tell you, when I left that particular job, the stress, the weight that I had on me from doing all that I was doing, it was just lifted. It was lifted. And I feel like at that time I felt like I was one person doing the work of four. But now... It's like I'm reaping my reward because my job now is nothing like it was. Thank God. <laughs> no kind of weight like it was. I feel like this is a reward for all the hard work I did all the seven years before I got this one or mm-hmm. all the eight years before I got this one. All right. So all you got to do is just believe, have faith to believe in God when you pray. Because uh, when you pray and you have faith, you can believe it. If you can believe it, then you can receive it. Amen. Amen. Holding on to our faith. Hold like, on to your faith. I like to, like you were saying about, because it's, it's one thing for us to pray, you know, but there's, it's the other part we have to believe. Yes. To believe that he's going to do what he said. What he said yes. Yes. Shared in your, um, your answer prayer how God... You know, he 
gave him back his word. And the Bible talks about it, remind him of his word. That so you did that. You know, said, Lord, I've, I've prayed. I have went to you. I have, you know, did this and that according to your word. And, and I need you to move in this situation. And so I, you know, I just, I think, you know, I believe that that's, you know, that's the key is praying and believing. Mm-hmm. Ah, the answer. Amen. You gotta have that faith. And bring you got to believe. You got to believe. And as we look at our our highlight, our sto- our uh, woman in the Bible story is uh, is the widow of Zarephath. Yes. Uh, and so, and we find in her story some of those same things. You know, yes. you talked about. And uh, so we she literally gave. She had literally given up. <laughs> We're gonna get into her story. Um, you know, now as well. And, um, yeah, and I can see why you selected her <laughs> as a, as a one, one of the women in the Bible that stories resonated with you. Yes. She had to believe God. Yes. So we she find believed her. the God and the prophet. She believed what he said. Mm-hmm. But imagine if she hadn't believe, believed what he said, where she would be. Six feet under, they would have went ahead and died. But she took the chance to believe the prophet Elijah. Okay, you know, I I was telling somebody, I said, I sum it up like this. Okay, she probably felt like, okay, I'm going to go on and do this. What else I got to do? I I tried everything else. Right. (laughs) So let me me see if this is going to work. And it was during the time of famine. Mm Mm-hmm. And we find her story, just to share a little bit, we find her story in 1 Kings 17. Yes. Um, 1 Kings 17 chapter. It should be verse 8. So here was the prophet Elijah had... um, was in the midst of a famine, the country was in the midst of a famine, but he was also running away from some things or going away from some things. God mm-hmm. had moved him from a situation. Mm-hmm. God gave him clear instructions to go to this widow <laughs> for provision. And I like that too in, her, in that story, just how you, know, you had mentioned earlier about how God will give clear God will give clear direction as to what to do, what steps to take. And that's what we see in the story, in uh, this story. The prophet Elijah, God gave him instructions to go to this widow and and he would command a blessing for him there. Yes. So we see that. God amazing. It's amazing how when he got to the gate, he saw it there already picking up the sticks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he knew who she was. Yeah. So, I guess it was okay as long as he was asking for just a cup of water, but when he started asking her to bring him something to eat too. <laughs> right. right. She had to really trust. You know, yes. Yes have enough for me and my son we're gonna yes. eat our our last meal mm-hmm. 
before we die. That was pretty tragic, you know, pretty. Yes. Yes, but Liza told her, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you said, but make a little bread for me first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you imagine somebody today telling somebody to go make a little bread for them first, what they would say? Right, right. And she had a kid, and a mother, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I look at that, too, as well. Um, but she, you know, that showed that she had to trust, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Just, you know, trust in God because, she, yeah. you know, maybe she was at her wit's end, so she was like, okay, mm-hmm. she was desperate. I'm sure she was desperate. Mm-hmm. But he I, gave us- maybe I'll take a chance on this. Yes, yes. But after he told her, he said, for this is what the Lord our God of Israel say, there will always be flour and olive oil left in your cup, your uh, containers, until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. Mm-hmm. And God was faithful to his word. Yes, he ooh, wasn't he, though. Because I think it was it said to, to says also in that how you know, that famine continued, so she had bread enough. Still, for her had, her yeah. Her, you know, mm-hmm. that time of famine. Mm-hmm. Just as God promised through Elijah. Mm-hmm. Feed my, feed, my servant. Yeah. Then I'm gonna take care of you. So That's tell me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> my, 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 my. Ooh. So many lessons from her story. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks about, you know, just the, the word of God is for our our instruction. Yes. For our, you know, show us God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And yeah, forever. Reading yeah. these stories, we can grab a hold of this, you know, grab a hold of faith for our lives. Yes. Yes. You know, as like Resurrection Sunday came, I also thought about how she, uh, her son got sick and he died. And she went down there beating up Elijah, telling him, my son is dead. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are we going to do? What my son is dead? Elijah goes up there and he prays over and he prayed to God, to God to rise him, raise the son up again. And the son lives. Mm. I, I thought about how God was behind that tomb. But he raised up after three days. Mm-hmm. So in the story too, you know, God not only blessed you know the woman, but he blessed Elijah. And I look at yeah, too. yeah. Prior to him, prior to God sending Elijah to to the widow's house. Mm-hmm. God had commanded a raven to feed Elijah, to bring Elijah me. Oh. And so, you know, we just, I just see God's hand, you know, this hand of provision, you know, yes. no matter what place that you're in, yes. you can provide. Yes. Yes. Bring forth something, you know, out of, out of any dire situation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Elijah had to go and hiding and but where where he was, God made sure that he had what he needed. Yes, yes. So, 
Yes. And he had to trust God. God was going to perform. What? Just what he said he was going to perform. God did, exactly. Went to the widow's house. He had found, you know, provision or food there. Yep. She put God first above her own neck knees. Gave from her own. Yeah. And we see other instances in the Bible, too. I, I thought about that as I was looking at this story, you know, just throughout the word of God, how God, he will multiply what we have. You know, and so I saw that in her story, too, with that flower. She only had a handful. She had a handful of flowers left. Yes. A little oil. <laughs> yes. I, you know, what came to my mind was uh, tithing. Okay. He only asked you for a little bit. Hmm. And look at all that you got left. Yeah. He only asked you for a little bit. And look at all that you got left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't even give him that little bit to make sure you're going to have more. Yeah. Multiply it. <laughs> Multiplication. Multiplication. <laughs> it's just like you sharing your sandwich. You got a sandwich. You got to cut in half. Somebody over here, real hungry. You know they ain't got no food. Give them that half and watch what God do for you. Why are you worried about that half? You just you just fed God's people with half of what you have. You don't know how God is going to take and replace that half. What he going to do in, in down the road for you? Amen. You never know. You never know what they say. You never know when you're entertaining angels. Unaware. Unaware of entertaining angels. I said, my God, she didn't know Elijah from nobody, but she trusted God. She 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 was she was scared to trust, but she she was like, what other choice I got? You know, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a, I'm gonna believe this. This gonna happen because I wanna. She really wanted to live and die, yeah. and that's why she did it. That fear that she was having, she overcame that fear that moment and stepped out on faith. Amen. I like how you said, too, about, you know, just when we hold on to it. Mm-hmm. That's all you want to have. That's all she would have had. That's all she would have had. What, you know, what, the word that came to her, you know. All she would have had was that handful of flour. But because she opened up her hand. Yes. She opened up and was obedient. Mm -hmm. You know, more than, more than enough. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a Bible by Morcerella, and he breaks it down and things. And one of the things that he was saying, um, in this Bible was that uh, each day as the widow reached down into the jar for the flour and poured the oil to prepare food for Elijah herself and her son, it multiplied just as the prophet said. The jar of flour and the jar of oil did not run dry the time of famine. Yeah, he was saying that the woman, her son, and Elijah was fed supernaturally by approximately two and a half years. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. 
Two and a half years, God fed them. Supernaturally. It just show up. Supernaturally. And and by saying that, supernaturally, it reminds me when I got sick in the military and I remember my um my boss, my general officer sent me home. He said, Linda, go home and don't come back out till you get till you feel better. So I went home and I'm like, Lord, it's me. I got my, my 12-year-old and my 7-year-old. They got to eat, but I don't even have the strength to get up to get them nothing to eat. It was like I went in the grocery store, and everything I needed was on sale. <laughs> and the lady, I got to the counter. I remember the lady said, wait a minute. Did they mark this down or something? Because this wasn't this price. I said, I don't know, but I surely thank God for this price today. And I was able to get things for my kids that they could just throw it in the microwave or make some soup or something because I didn't have the strength to do it. But God made sure he provided for me, for them, to make sure that they had just what they needed. So I believe and I pray and I have seen God's hand move over and over and over again in my life. For me and my kids, we uh, needed a car, and I prayed for a certain car. And every night after we would leave church, every weekend when we would leave church, we would go by and we would pray over the cars on the lot. And I would just say, God, I know you say you'll give me the desires of my heart. I said, I only know how you're going to do it, but you're going to open this door so we can get a new vehicle, a better vehicle than what we got. And he ended up giving me a red Volvo. And I'm like, why of all colors will you give me a red car? And he said, I gave you that red car so you know you covered by my blood. Hmm. That messed me up. <laughs> that messed me up. But when you, um, like I said, she gave, she was a giver because she gave. She did just what God told instructions, follow instructions. And he kept telling me, go go to the car lot and look for what you want. And that's exactly what happened. He never failed. Pray and believe, and you shall receive. <laughs> Amen. I thank, you. I thank you so much for just sharing your testimony. I know those who hear will be blessed. Yeah, the Bible talks about how faith comes by hearing, and so you have shared many examples uh, today. That's how God has moved in your life. Yeah, I pray that it would just elevate other people's yeah. faith even the more to believe God. Yeah, even even the widow's even the widow's story that that we can we can stand on the promises of God. You can stand on the promises of God, and he will do what he said he was going to do. You just have to have the faith to believe and trust. Trust in him. Amen. Amen. So I just I want you to just pray um, as we get ready to close out. Just to pray for those who are listening or will listen to the podcast. Whatever God lays on your heart. Thank you, Jesus. 
Father God, we just thank you for this time, Father. I thank you for this opportunity, Father. You say, Father God, let the weak be strong. Father, I ask you to strengthen the faith of those to believe. Take their faith from one level to another level. Take their faith from glory to glory, Father God. Let them know if they believe, they can receive, Father God. And if you said it, it's going to happen. May every word that's been prophesied over their life or been spoken over their life for your good, let it come to pass this year, Father. Accelerate, Father. Cover them in the time of famine, Father God. Let them hear the instructions to prepare for this time that's coming, Father God. Lord, we just thank you and we praise that we come together as a community, Father God, to strengthen one another, Father God, because no one man can do it alone, Father. I thank you for my sister for inviting me today, Father God. I thank you that you watch over her and protect her, Father God, and may her podcast go far, Father God, from the northeast, south, and west, and even to other countries, Father God. Let your word spread of encouragement to all women that may what I have spoken today, may it encourage somebody to know that all you need is just a little bit of faith, the side of a mustard seed, and it will grow to move mountains. It will grow to fill valleys with water. Lord, I just thank you, Father God, that their cabinets will be filled, Father God. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you watch over them and protect them, Father God from this day until the end of the world. And we thank you and we praise you now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Thank you for listening. I pray you were blessed by today's message to keep on praying and believing God. For more inspiration and encouragement, you can connect with us on social media by typing the at symbol and then she prays LLC, which will bring up our Facebook and Instagram accounts. Our website is shepraysandbelieves.com. Bye for now. Until next time, remember, there shall be a performance of those things God has spoken.